0: Good morning. You know, uh, we don't have a name for this for this uh, podcast yet. You can help me think of a name for it. It's just going to be me reading. I think I'll call it Wranglers Reading. And today we're going to read from a brand new book that my daughter helped me obtain from my library that I'm going to give to my grandson. The book is entitled King Richard. It, of course, is the tragedy of Richard Nixon, gifted and tortured. American politician. maybe he can teach us something about what's going on in our country today. It'll be very brief I invite your comments and thoughts later. let's begin. We're in the very very early part of the book. The Vietnam War has ended. Dr. Kissinger has concluded a treaty postponed of course until Mr. Nixon has secured re-election unnecessary death and destruction. Let's read now from King Richard, The American Tragedy. Back in Washington, the trial of the Watergate burglars was about to resume in the U.S. District Courthouse, a mile down Pennsylvania Avenue from the White House. After nine days of hearing, Judge John Sirica had made a little progress in establishing the truth. The questions of Watergate who ordered the bugging of the Democratic Party remained at that time unresolved. The judge was sure though, the defendants and at least some of the government people were hiding things from him. It was a strange and very perplexing case. Watergate, of course, began with just the routine discovery by a security night watchman of the recently completed Watergate office building, 10 stories, It was a complex of buildings designed by the futuristic Italian architect on a triangular swath of land on the Potomac near the Kennedy Center. The Democratic headquarters occupied the entire sixth floor with a balcony that looked away across over the river. The residential buildings were distinguished by their swirling shapes, curving concrete balconies, spectacular views of the water. From the river, the complex resembled a giant cruise liner, a self-contained world with its own swimming pools, restaurants, post office, bakery, a city within a city, the developers said. The Washington Post called it Ship of Fools, a glimmering Potomac Titanic without the icebergs or the low-class tickets. Criticized as out of keeping with Washington's predominantly neoclassical architecture, the modernist Watergate had become one of the most sought-after addresses, especially for Republicans. Bob Haldeman rented an apartment while waiting for his home in Georgetown to be redecorated. Other residents included Nixon cabinet appointees and the infamous secretary, Rosemary Woods. John Mitchell there, his wife, Martha, from Arkansas, The beehive alcoholic Martha hailed as the media age Marie Antoinette. Her tart observations of American political life. The dragon lady, Anna Chenault, lived in a penthouse. Chinese-born widow of the commander of the Flying Tigers. A group in World War II. A figure, it was said, of glamour and mystery. A Republican hostess with the mostess. Diminutive, intimidating beauty. Employing a personal chef to prepare 13-course dinners for the elite of Washington. She would not accept less than $500 if she raised money for Richard Nixon. The security guard who found all of this, Frank Willis, reported for duty at midnight, Saturday, June 17th, for the graveyard shift. He noticed a piece of duct tape had been placed across the latch to the door leading to the underground parking garage. And because the tape was there, the door wouldn't lock, and he removed it. And he was hungry, so he looked for some takeout food at the Howard Johnson. Now, after finishing the burger and fries, he went back to the door. To his surprise, the latch had been re taped while he was gone. Whoever applied the tape was still there in the building, and Frank called the police reporting burglary in progress. Three plainclothes officers arrived five minutes later in an unmarked patrol car. They were the bum squad. They'd been on the lookout for drug dealers. They were all dressed like hippies, long hair, windbreakers, surplus jackets. They followed the trail of taped latches all the way back to the doors of the Democratic Party. And when they entered the office, they found five men in suits and ties hiding behind the desk. The burglars put up no resistance. Five of the easiest lockups I ever had, said one of the cops. Now, I'm going to just pause right there because we don't want to read too long today. I'm very excited to find this book. I want to know the story. I want to know. Mr. Nixon's tapes have now been fully published. You know, during the time that the thing happened, I ordered a copy of the tapes, but they had excised many of the... uh, criminal parts so I look forward to reading this book I'm afraid our system has become a ship of fools and I believe the American people more than ever before are going to have to learn how to pull together and clean this thing up it's not too late good-hearted people in both parties can rise above partisanship and just be Americans let's give it a try what you say huh And I welcome your opinions and thoughts. Let me know what you think. What book should I be reading? I'll see you again next time.